welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of September 27th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida. And with me tonight, as always, I've got Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. How are you, Adam? Uh, bleed blue, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and of course, we got Mr. Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. What's up, Zach? Pat's undefeated. <laughs> Fucker. And of course, we got from the tip of America's dick, Miami, Florida, Georgia Ravelo. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, hey. Dolphins still defeated. nice retort nice retort so on uh, uh, today's show we're gonna talk a little bit about our call of duty uh, beta impressions for the new modern warfare uh, in particular multiplayer we're also gonna look ahead to the rest of 2019 at uh, specifically the AAA games and uh, what our hype levels are uh, ranging from must buy day one to uh, the pass and everywhere between and then uh, we'll we'll talk about what we've been playing. Maybe give some some updates on uh, all the the various games that I know many of us have uh, beat or are in the middle of as we are in that uh, time of year where just everything is coming out and uh, we're starting to to get all the good goodies we've been looking forward to. So let's jump right in with uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, Beta. Um, I have not participated, so I'm probably going to be mainly just asking you guys questions and relying on your expertise, but uh, what did everybody think? How'd you guys like it? You want to kick it off, Zach? Um, I mean, sure. Uh, I enjoyed it. I haven't bought a Call of Duty since man, I want to say Ghosts? Um, mm. I've played uh, all of them uh, since then. I've had friends who have had them and everything. I've been over the houses or whatever, and I, I've played all the Call of Duties. Um, or, you know, I'll rent them from Redbox. So it's not like I don't know what's going on in the games and all that. But um, last year was a big, like, I don't want to say slap in the face to me because I haven't been buying the games, but I thoroughly enjoy the Call of Duty campaigns. And um, in fact, that's what I enjoy most about those games. And uh, I was super upset that, you know, they got rid of the campaign last year. So, um that's like the main reason I was like, you know what? I'll give this Call of Duty another chance because it's got a campaign. It's got price. Price is the man. And uh, yeah, so I, I I was playing the beta and uh, I was actually, you know, pretty surprised with it. I'm not a huge multiplayer guy for Call of Duty, but, um, you know, it does a it does a pretty good job with um, making it. So even if you're not like the best player or whatever, you know, you can still go in. You can um, uh, upgrade your weapons on the fly and everything now. So like if you go in with a weapon and um, you level it up you can uh add your you know red dot sight onto the gun uh, like on the fly on the go and i feel like that's huge for people because like for me like i feel like i would die a lot and i'd be like dude if if i could only you know have a grip on this or put a sight on this or whatever and you know you can put it on and it, it could it, it changes everything up and i just feel like that's a huge thing uh for me uh because you know i i die so much when i play call of duty and um it's it's not my fault i'm so good at the game it's just you know <laughs> just kidding so, i'm awful at Call for, from an outside sure. perspective one of the things that looks appealing to me and you guys tell me if this seems pretty spot on from the, the time you played is it looks like they are not simplifying it but in a lot of ways going back to the basics and it seems a lot more focused than Absolutely. some of the seen before is that pretty spot Absolutely. on yeah man so like, uh, kind of like to piggyback off of what Zach is saying. So the first, like, four, maybe five levels of um, multiplayer are brutal because those those are pre-selected loadouts. You, you can't, you know, create That's any of them. Mm-hmm. Are pretty bad. But I would say worse than any other Call of Duty I played. They were, you're at a massive disadvantage, but for sure. Um, with that said, though, the game, the gunplay in the game um, is probably one of the better ones I've seen in in any Call of Duty ever. Um, it's it's definitely up there, and it looks like yeah, they they are going back to the basics. Like I I uh, I had bought um World War Two last year to play with a few friends, and that game was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, got a good couple months out of it, and you know, and that was it. Um, but I hadn't before that one. I hadn't played a Call of Duty in a while because like I can't stand the all the futuristic shit. You know, the fucking flying around and and dashing in, in midair and things like that. Um, so this one, you know, then kind of going back to the original Modern Warfare uh, feel was great. 
Um, you, you know, like I said, gunplay was awesome. The maps are, are pretty cool. Um, the, the one thing that's different, at least, I don't know if it's, this is something that's been in some other Call of Duty games recently, was like the ground war. The ground war is, if I'm not mistaken, 32 versus 32, um, which is absolutely insane. It kind of takes on, you guys have played the Battlefield games, it, it kind of takes on that, that scope where you kind of have a squad within the team that you can kind of respawn around or respawn based off of areas, but you know, you've got the vehicles in there and stuff like that. So if you like that kind of thing, you can play Ground War um, and basically have that more Battlefield-type feel in there. Um, but as far as, like, your regular Deathmatch domination, uh, it's awesome. It just feels like, like a, you know, improved version of the original without adding anything super crazy or weird. Um, so I, I, you know, I was lukewarm on it, but um, after playing it, like, I, I think I might pick it up if i get enough friends that are gonna pick it up i'm i'm all in man it, it looks it was fun I really enjoyed it yeah I'll, i i want to say another cool thing that they do that i don't know if other games do it or other call of duties have done it but uh, i noticed it first in this game after you die it it like um so it zooms out to like the entire map and when you spawn back in it zooms back it zooms into like the location that you're spawning in but it does it all in like real time so um it's kind of cool because like you can see where the other team is you know if like someone's running across the map or something and you're spawning in you can be like all right you know you can have a better idea of which direction to run so you're not getting like blindsided by someone or like you could you know do call outs to your teammates based on you know that quick second view of the map that you get when you're coming back in from a spawn so i just think uh that was that was a pretty cool thing um that uh, I haven't noticed in other games before that uh, I thought was a pretty cool feature. Um, but like he said, man, the, the Call of Duty's always had super tight gunplay. Um, and, it, you know, no different in this. It, it, it is, it's, it's pretty tight. It feels really good. Um, uh, I play uh, more of, what did I play? Domination uh, than I did anything else because uh, it's just what I'm comfortable with. And, um, you know, the only thing that I didn't like about it was in, and I, I'm pretty sure it might just be the game mode, but like, man, I would spawn and die almost instantly. Or I would spawn yeah. and people were like coming from behind. Like I would run, I'd spawn, run away, and somebody came from behind me like two seconds after I ran out of where I just spawned. Like how, how did you just come from behind me when I just spawned? Like that happens yeah. to me more often than I would like to admit. And like, I feel like that's something that needs to be worked. For sure, I, I I felt the same way. The the spawning in the game is is definitely bad. It needs needs some uh needs some improving for sure. Um, I found that just like you said, but what I also saw was in domination, like you know, you have that mechanic, like in any game like that, where you basically swap spawns. Um, yeah. You, you know, you swap spawns because you're taking their area and and so on and so forth. But the way that it was happening just didn't make any sense, right? Traditionally, you should swap spawns at A and C, but it was swapping people like at A and B. And even like you would get swarmed because like you just finished capturing A. And as soon as you capture that, then people are spawning immediately behind your way out. So it's like seriously, I know, turned a corner and like, like <laughs> yeah, there'd be swarms of people. And I'm like, how is this happening? Yeah, I know Call of Duty games in general have shitty spawns, but this one was definitely worse <laughs> uh, than, than, I, than I could remember. But um, I'm sure it's something that they're going to work on, I would hope, because that, 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 that is something that stuck out to me as well. I'm a big demolition player in Call of Duty, or I used to be when I was playing Call of Duty, especially in Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. Um, when did they take demo out? Like The past, I feel like, two or three Call of Duties, at least, it hasn't been in there, and that was my favorite game mode. Um, oh. Do you guys play Call of Duty enough to know like when they took demolition out of the game? I don't know, man. I, 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 never I don't. That game mode, so. The last one that I uh, played um, was like re like a lot of was probably Black Ops 2. I purchased and I feel like played through some of the campaign of Black Ops 3, some of the multiplayer of Black Ops 3, but it just got it was just too much for me personally. And then I passed on everything else. I never played um Infinite Warfare. I never played World War Two, and honestly, like I don't know. I just I hadn't spent enough time in the multiplayer in those other games to tell you if to remember off the top hand if it was um, included or not. But I, it, it, as far as the spawning stuff goes, I can tell you from an outsider, 
it looks like they've already addressed that, which is good. Like they've acknowledged that it's a problem and it sounds like yeah. they're on it. Um, I know that the, the demo was, um, relegated just to the multiplayer. Did you guys see the, um, the campaign trailer, uh, from, um, the state of play, uh, a couple of days ago, like the really detailed story, detailed campaign trailer. I actually no, didn't watch it. Uh, so goes. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a yeah. huge campaign guy, which is why I didn't watch it. Like I, I don't want to know. Like I just, it didn't I know they're bringing price back, and I just didn't. I was like, yeah, they didn't yet. spoil much other than to kind of like just like you. I, I liked it because you got a really good sense of like the type of environments that you're going to be in, um, and then more importantly, man, like holy cow, does this game look gorgeous? Like. I, oh, yeah. I feel I feel like this is a safe purchase for me. Maybe not like day one, but it's definitely a game I'm gonna pick up. Like maybe over Black Friday or something like that. Like just because like I I, I seem it seems pretty like a safe bet. Um, that even if I just played the campaign and it seems like the impressions have been all positive with the multiplayer, so I'm sure that won't be the case. Like I'll have something enjoyable there. Like I always like Call of Duty for multiplayer, at least when I played it, because it was that thing where. You could whether you're playing like two matches or you're playing twenty matches throughout the night. Like it feels good to hop in and like play when it's on anyway. Like when it when like you you've got a, a solid multiplayer um, in whatever Call of Duty it is. Like, um, but just the, the 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 them going back to having a good solid looking at least like campaign um, is icing on the cake for me. Like I'm excited. It's like I, I was like, ooh, yeah, this looks cool as fuck. Yeah. They're also bringing back uh, something that was near and dear to my heart, which is the uh, tactical nuke, even though it's harder now to get. So now you got to get a consecutive 30 consecutive kills without dying, and it doesn't count like a uh, kill streak. You get that, 30 legitimate uh, kills, game's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> I would literally, if I had a gun to my head and they were like, you literally have to score 30 kills and get a nuke or you're dead, dude, I'm dead. <laughs> you know what's great. gonna happen is i'm gonna be like oh yeah dude hell yeah i'm in the zone i'm gonna step out of my spawn and die by wow. a 360 i got that a few times a few times back in the day but this is harder now but then the thing is that this is even applicable in the uh, 32 on 32 ground war mode so imagine like that's crazy that enti- entire game by dropping 30 of the opposing teams i mean it's a it's a pretty tough feat but uh um, oh what'll happen Oh, it's going to happen for sure. There's people who are fucking badasses, but hey, man, you, you're on a shitty team and you just pull out 30 in a row. You could bring your team back, put them right. on your back. Yeah. The That's other thing, awesome. the la- last thing I wanted to touch on was the crossplay function, um, which is pretty cool. So if um, for those of you guys that played Dauntless, like it's basically just like that. Um, you can make an, you know, you make an account and uh, it transfers over. You can play with your friends on any system. So there's really no reason why um, you know you wouldn't be able to play with um, friends throughout any platform. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think that is part of what um, uh, caused some of the connectivity issues because <clears throat> what I found interesting is that you could toggle that on or off whether you wanted to play crossplay. So for us that we were playing in a group of all Xbox players, we turned it off and seemed to have better connectivity issues or easier time finding games. Um, so. You know, be curious as to why that why that's an option. I guess um, if it's supposed to be kind of balancing, but I feel um, like it would be mostly to for people who don't want to play against PC is would yeah. be my best guess because PC. I mean, just there's nothing you can do about it. Like a mouse is just going to be more precise than a controller is. That's just the way it is, uh, yeah. especially in the hands of a good player. So yeah, that's fair. I suppose if you don't have anyone specifically that you're playing with on. Um, on another platform there's probably you know you don't really care and i guess i guess it's good that you can toggle it on but um but yeah but that's still a really cool thing and i'm glad games are going yeah it's i feel like it's going to become a lot more widespread now there's especially like since call of duty is one of the biggest games in the world and it's doing it now like if you don't hop on the train i feel like you're just going to get left behind yep there is a little bit of controversy i don't know if you guys heard with um, oh yeah the uh what is it survival the playstation 4 exclusive mode that's oh, yeah. gonna last for an entire year before uh... it's it, so to clarify because yeah. i i think some of the article like headlines and stuff have been a, a bit misleading or just straight up they have uh the crux of it wrong so it is it is a 
variant of a mode. So it's not even a full mode that's missing right. from the game. It's literally a variant of a mode. So it's like a subset of um, a mode, I guess. But but continue. So wait, can you just elaborate on that real quick? So so I, spec ops I know are, spec ops is a thing, but spec ops yep. survival. So the so the the horde mode is the horde mode going to be on Xbox? No, well, not until a year later. That's gotcha. the thing. Not that's, until that's a year later, when another Call of Duty comes out. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Good thing we have Gears as horde mode, which is infinitely better. Yeah. So yeah. I was to say that being said, like I do think it's shitty. Yeah. Full stop. I think it is a step too far. Like I roll my eyes, but I kind of understand and just have accepted console exclusivity for stuff like this um but usually like a month you know a couple of months and it's relegated to a map or a weapon skin or something like that um like even destiny who i think you know has had annual content and surprise surprise activision was the the common denominator there uh it was you know isolated to like a strike or a gun but in a game that persists for longer than a year so for xbox like i always try to take the optimistic view of well when the new content drops next year that just means we get an extra strike and an extra exotic you know just pretend like that shit's not there and it's frankly like none of those exclusive strikes are are guns with the exception of like you know hawk moon and a couple of things in their like original destiny were ever really all that good so like i don't know it was a non-issue for me but this does feel kind of shitty you know um that said i don't know this is something i would really play <laughs> so. what about the there was um the 2v2 mode is that place ps4 no, only or was no, just ps4 no. they got to test it ahead of time yeah they, they just tested tested. ahead of time yeah that's okay. that's day and date on xbox yeah okay. so um i wasn't the biggest fan of survival when it was in modern warfare 3 um so i'm not personally super upset but i can totally see why people are because you're, oh yeah you're paying the same amount of money as that person on playstation and 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 i understand that it's only one you know the the audience that's gonna play that you know that is very adamantly i'm sure is super small compared to the rest of the you know community that just i'm assuming predominantly wants to play multiplayer so and it's about the precedent, right? Like if people aren't loud and clear with this, like, you know, what happens next time? Like, I think it's yeah. important to be vocal, even if it's not something that you're particularly excited about or plan on playing. I like, I, you know, I, um, I, I think it's totally fine and people are justified to speak up and make it loud oh, and clear. And I'm very pleasantly surprised to see even people on like, kind of like the PlayStation ecosystem yeah. are, are being equally as vocal right now about it and going like, Hey, like, I own a PS4 and I think this is bullshit. Like, so that's right, especially with the big, you know, this is a huge deal. Crossplay is a huge deal for this, especially with a game that's got a, a market of this size. So for somebody on PlayStation to be like, oh man, dude, yeah, my buddy's always had Xbox, I mean, whatever, doesn't have the money, can't get a PlayStation, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, what happens if, you know, he really likes the survival mode? Now he can't play with his buddy. In, in that you know with their favorite game mode all because you wanted to make a uh, make a few bucks yeah yeah it's fucking shitty but <clears throat> supposedly it's supposed to be a very small part of you know the entire game but i don't know it just seems like a bit much i understand maybe a little bit early but a, a whole year is seriously because the other the new call of duty will be out by then and mm. i feel like that's what most people are upset about they're like i'm not gonna care about this this game mode when a whole new call of duty is gonna be out. Exactly. You essentially could just make it exclusive permanently, and it's uh, largely exactly. the same result. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. In fact, I, I I would argue that it's almost less offensive if they did that. Hey, this is just a PS4 mode, but to lift it a, a year from now, it's like I don't know, trying to draw back some pe- you know some players, uh, you know, for another after another Call of Duty comes. Yeah, silly. I guess we can move on. Yeah. So um, we're gonna take a, a quick peek. Uh, Adam, did you play the Modern Warfare? beta no okay all right i just wanted to make sure uh, you were you were being quiet so i assumed you were in the same kind of boat that i <laughs> that i am yeah, but uh, no i have no problem with call of duty i just haven't played in years so the same yeah are do you think this one will be one to to get you uh back in like are you planning on checking it out at any point like if the reviews are stellar if it's getting nines are you uh, is that enough to pull you back in or are you kind of just good to content to let people enjoy it on their own uh, I mean, people have fun. Like, I the games are good. That doesn't bother me. It would just be like I have to have a group of friends who play it longer than a week. Yeah. So like, I was yeah. gonna get Black Ops Four because I'm like Battle Royal, all this stuff. And then I watched my friends and they bought it and they like, get it. I'm like, all right, I'll buy it when I get paid. 
I had the money, but I was, I'm just like, if these guys aren't playing it in two weeks, why the fuck would I waste my money? And they weren't. So, and they're, they're, you know, like we had covered the no campaign there. So it's not like you have something to sink your teeth into, you know, by yourself and, and feel like you're, you know, oh, yeah, getting... and I also don't care about campaigns of call of duty. So oh, okay. makes no yeah. difference. <laughs> Very yep. good. right there, right there with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've only played one of them. And I think it was, uh, the first call of duty that came out. XD. It was a world modern War warfare. Also. Well, modern I play warfare. them. It's just not a selling point. Uh, I think it was. It was well, yeah, was that Call was Call of Duty Two. It's Call of Duty Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. That was a good one. So, uh, well, let's peek into our crystal ball. I was just curious. I wanted to see if Adam had played it and if you know, kind of what you were leaning towards. Um, you know, moving in, September is pretty much done. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to rattle off kind of the, the heavy hitters that are upcoming, and then we're going to go through them one by one. Um, yeah, try to go at a good clip here. And uh, individually, we'll just, you know, give our, our quick hot takes, uh, day one by, pass, or on the fence, and just, you know, quickly explain, you know, uh, why. So um, October 4th, we got Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, the uh, Ubisoft big release of the year. Uh, we've got a, it looks like uh, there's an Apex Legends Bloodhound edition. Not sure what that is, uh, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare, October 25th. Uh, I feel like we covered that, so we can probably skip that. Uh, the Outer Worlds, October 25th. Uh, notable um, that in that it is a uh, day one uh, Game Pass game, which is fantastic. And we'll talk about that in a second in detail. Uh, then Really, we don't have much until we hit uh, November 8th, which is Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. Uh, moving into the following week, we've got Pokemon, Sword and Shield, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order launching the same exact date, November 15th. We've got uh, pretty much nothing else until, uh, well, uh, Doom Eternal on November 22nd. And that essentially wraps up and my mind at least the big triple a releases for um 2019 there, there's a lot of you know what i would call double a games and some expansions and things like that but just for the sake of brevity um we're gonna stick to those games so uh moving or starting with ghost recon breakpoint i'll admit i've never played a ghost recon breakpoint and um for me like this game looks totally fine for anyone that's into that, but this is going to be a pass for me. It's just I don't have any sort of investment in those games. Looks cool. Um, nothing against it. Just not my type of game. Um, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. How about you, George? Um, it's not a day one for me. Um, I, I like the Ghost Recon games. I like third-person shooters. But this is a game where if I uh, find a good deal on it at some point and can convince at least one for friend or person to play with me then then i would uh consider picking it up but it's just bad timing if this came out like in the spring or something be all over it but or in the summer but not around that time not good enough how about you adam uh yeah i mean i like ghost recon i enjoyed wildlands but i also got wildlands for like ten dollars two years after it came out so that's probably what i'll do here uh i don't again this is a game that is way better when you have friends mm -hmm. um and i don't know if i'm gonna have a four people to crew up with and do it with and that makes it not a day one purchase for me so but it does look good it's just like if you like that kind of game but yeah i don't have people that like that kind of game so i'm not gonna rush out there and spend a bunch of money um i am excited for it it's just whenever it's a legit like 10 or 15 dollars that's when i'll pick this one up yeah i'm excited for other people that are excited like i do have some friends that really love um that series uh they did some super cool stuff in my opinion from an outsider like for wildlands like some of the like little expansions and mini events like the predator and you know sam fisher coming in that stuff all looked cool so um hey more power to them what about you zach um i'm definitely excited for it uh i like how they're going uh more i'm putting air quotes up here like in a realistic mm -hmm. um uh direction compared to you know wildlands and everything um i was a huge fan of future soldier and i've you know, I'm patiently waiting for them to go back in that direction, but I sadly don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, I think this open world route is the way that they want to go. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sold really well for them. Um, so I, you know, see this being the staple for the franchise, I guess, moving forward. Um, like like Adam said, it's definitely infinitely better if you have a squad to play with. And, you know, there are people who will enjoy it solo for sure. I'm not one of those people. Um 
you know, I'll play the beta this weekend with uh, some friends and, you know, I'll, I'll get a, a feel for it and, you know, gauge pretty much where I'm wearing, like when I'm going to buy this game pretty much because it's not day one. Cool. All right. It seems like we're pretty much all on the same page uh, for the most part. Like I said, I'm past. You guys seem like you maybe pick it up later on, which is totally fine. Which it'll be a good game. Like, I don't want that. I don't want. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I don't think anyone's saying that looks crappy or anything. It's just more kind of like where are. Yeah, for sure. uh, Like our interests lie specifically with it. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare we covered, so I'm going to skip along to Outer Worlds. Uh, Off mic, I told you guys, this is such a frustrating game because I want to be so hype on this. The coverage that's come out of this since E3 in particular um, has been hype. Like a lot of people said it was their game of show in the games industry, you know, the press, the influencers and stuff. Um, And every time I watch a trailer for this thing or see some extended gameplay, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, it just like I am on the fence, but I so desperately want to like this game. Uh, I missed out on Fallout New Vegas, but I have a tremendous respect for Obsidian as a developer. Um, I this is probably a day one purchase with that huge caveat that it's on Game Pass, right? Like I love that I'm not out anything. Like boy, I'd I'd be having such a struggle if this thing was going to be sixty bucks to pick up. But the fact that I can just download it as part of my Game Pass subscription. And I'm only out the time that I spend if I don't end up liking it is a very appealing prospect. How are you guys feeling about it? I can't wait. I, I've been loving everything I've seen on this game. Um, I think the world looks super cool. I'm, I'm super interested in the story. I think like all the creatures and everything that they showed is cool. Like, you know, I just I'm I'm super, super intrigued by it. I'm 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 ready to hop into, you know, in an obsidian uh, RPG. Um, you know, you, you go talk to a character, it zooms up on that character and everything. And man, uh, I just, I, I think, I think your reaction is a lot of people's reactions, um, for like, you know, gamers reactions for not people who have already gotten their hands on it, obviously. Um, but I, I think I've, I've talked to a lot of people who are in the same boat as you and, um, I think it's super cool that it is coming to Game Pass and it's going to give people a chance to play it and everything. And I hope that the game is what the press and everything is saying that it is, you know, um, like Andrea Renee was gushing about it. Like she yeah, loved it. she's super high. Like she's the one that like I think like made my ears perk up, you know, as far as like, you know, kind of her t- like coming back from E3, like the fact that she said like over cyberpunk and some of the other stuff there, I was like, holy fuck. Like, this yeah, game, exactly. This game must be like really, really um, impressive. And there must just be something that's not translating well to the marketing. Um, I, it, it, how do you guys like, what do you think? Like, I, this seems like a prime example to me of like a game that like the first week may have, you know, like, a good solid launch but that because so many people can get their hands on xbox like paradoxically it might drive sales on other systems because more people are going to end up playing it than would otherwise because it's available on game pass do you guys think that that's a possibility like i think this might work out for obsidian um even though like they're potentially going to lose out on you know sales like um because they're now owned by Microsoft, Microsoft can do this and kind of support them. Do you guys see that as a potential thing that happens? Like, you know, word of mouth can spread more and it gets, I don't know, drive sales that way. No, I think once it's actually in people's hands, um, that's going to be the proven point because it's from a studio who's made nothing but great things and everyone who plays it says it's one of the best things of the year. Yeah, the marketing might not be great, but like, I didn't think Gears 5 marketing was good at all and that game is dope. So. I think once people play it and once people see it stream, they're going to get it. And I think this game will do just fine. I, I think, I think anything being on game pass, you know, especially big triple A games like this, you know, day one are huge. And it just, it automatically puts the game in more people's hands. Like people are going to download games that go to game pass just because, and this game's going to have such big word of mouth. I'm assuming based off of everything I'm hearing from, you know, the press and everything that it's, it's gonna, people are going to see the name and be like, Oh, Outer worlds. That's that game that people are talking about. I'll give it a try. And then, you know, they'll try it and, you know, they got it for free. So they will technically whatever. So they can pass, you know, the word on to somebody else on Xbox who may not have downloaded it yet, or, you know, somebody on PlayStation who 
um, you know, they could get a, a, a um, PC. It's also on PC. So, you know, I, I do think Game Pass, I, I, I was watching a video about something about Gears and Game Pass and everything. And they said that, like, it did so well for them. And, you know, it, it like it, it just does nothing but, you know, give more people the opportunity to play it. And that's just ne- never a bad thing. So it sounds like Adam and Zach, you guys are day one for sure. Like, buys. oh, yeah, absolutely. George, what about you? I, I would have paid 60. I, oh, okay. yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to play it. I'm going to play it. It's just, it, it's going to, I guess, weigh heavily on whether I get Call of Duty. I mean, I can't imagine buying two games in the same day. Well, I guess I'm not really buying it, right? Yeah, that's my point. It's like, it. yeah. So I, I guess it's weird, right? Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know how much I'm going to get to play it at the beginning. You know, it's obviously going to, if I buy Call of Duty, I feel like I'm going to invest more time into a game I purchase um, as opposed to a game that I can play whenever. Um, it's cool. Um, you know, I, it, had, I'm ready for a Fallout type game given how shitty 76 was. So before, 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 in my opinion, it was like fine, but like it didn't have the same. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I enjoy, I enjoyed it like I enjoyed uh and Andromeda, and and it was better than Andromeda. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I'd be ready for that type of game. Um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely give it a go. I don't think that I would be spending sixty bucks on it the day that it comes out, though. So if, that it's on if Game Pass, I'm in. If the game came out, like, um, reviews start hitting whatever a week before it came out, and the game was getting nines, 9.5s, you know, all over the place and everything, would it would it make you play it more, or would you still keep it yeah. where it's at in terms of, you know... Abs- yeah, so it the, for me, the question would be, would it be enough to push out Call of Duty? If I don't get Call of Duty, I don't see why I wouldn't delve some time in there, because I know that Octo- even October 25th, I'm still going to be pretty heavy into Destiny. Um, you know, so that's already going to be taking up some of my time. I don't know that I could play Destiny, Call of Duty, and this game at a good enough clip. Um, something's got to give. So, I mean, if the game's good enough, you know, I'll fucking... Destiny will take a backseat. Call of Duty will take a backseat. For sure, I'll give it a try. But I, my only concern is that I don't know that I'll give it a fair enough try because of time, you know? That makes sense. So the good thing is, is like you said, though, it's there. So even if you don't yeah. jump into it right away, when you're yeah. in a lull or something, you can pop it in and, you know, you'll be able to like everybody, the high will be out or whatever, and you can jump on the high later on. Like, that's kind of a good feeling at the same time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm definitely going to play it. It's it's uh, stupid not to give it a shot. Right? For sure. Sweet. All right. Well, let's move on uh, to... Uh, if it's okay with you guys, I, I think I'm also going to skip over Death Stranding because we did have a pretty lengthy conversation on a prior episode, which as an audience member, you can go back and check that out through the magic of time travel via the podcast app. But we, uh, we I think we've covered that pretty good. Um, That's a day one for me. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I'm on the fence, but if the reviews come out and it, it's getting decent things and it seems like, you know, I, I imagine curiosity is going to get the best of me for this. So, um, yeah, I think it's a day one for me also, but also because of timing, I'm hoping I could be like, I feel like the game has so much story that there's no way that this game could be that long. So I'm hoping I could beat it in a week before uh, Star Wars comes out. Yeah. And that brings me to. The next two games on the list coming out the same day could not be any different. We've got Pokemon Sword and Shield for the Nintendo Switch and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for PC, PS4, Xbox. Starting with Pokemon Sword and Shield, I have never been more excited for other people to get a game that I won't play. Like, <laughs> like I, I never have played, probably never will play a Pokemon game. I may eat those words at some point. I'm so hyped for everybody else, though, man. Like, I know you guys have waited for a long time for a mainline Pokemon game. It's super exciting. The Switch, I think, is a great console for this type of thing. The hybrid nature, you know, being it's typically been uh, right uh, exclusively a portable, right, like a handheld game franchise. So it still kind of kind of keeps to keep that, um, you know, distinction. But also, like, you know, you can play it on the TV. God, I'm excited for you guys, but I'm I'm not gonna play this. So that's that's my take. Yeah. So. Uh... Shout out to Bobby, because I know this is a day one for him, or day zero, if it was <laughs> up to him. <laughs> for me, I have not played a Pokemon game since the, like, the ones that probably came after the red, blue, and yellow. But I am getting this shit, man. It is, unfortunately, not going to be a day one for me, but not by choice. 
flying out to Colombia the day before this comes out. So would have been great to be able to get it before then and use it on the flight, play it on the flight. Uh, so I'll have to wait a few days before I can actually play it. Otherwise, it would definitely be a day one for me. That and uh, Fallen Order, but we'll talk about that in a second, I'm sure. But um, I'm excited for it, man. I don't know what to expect. Haven't played a Pokemon game in, I don't know, man, 10, 15 years. So, um, and, you know, now that I've got the Switch, like you said, it just seems like like the ideal console for this where you're going to get the best version ever of this type of game. Um, it might be a little overwhelming for me. I could definitely see myself not finishing it, you know, if it becomes a bit too much with all the shit that they've added to that whole world. But uh, but I'm intrigued and yeah, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, um, I haven't played a Pokemon game since like Red and Blue um, or Red and Yellow, whatever. Um, but this one, uh, it definitely it intrigues me, you know, the... Um, being able to, you know, make that jump to the switch, have more power and everything. And, you know, the new point of view that they got and, you know, just the updated graphics and all that. And, you know, being able to actually maybe feel like you're exploring a world. And I mean, to me, the, on the, on the DS and everything, it couldn't really capture that. Um, and I feel like this game is definitely going to do that. If it's, you know, uh, the let's go games kind of, uh, opened this door. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't uh, um, play the Let's Go games. I've watched. Uh, my buddy has it. I've watched him play it. Um, I've seen some other things on it online. Um, I keep up with the games because I'm. I'm super interested in them. But for some reason, like they just never got their hooks in me and everything. So I, I think I'm gonna give this one a shot, but not definitely not day one because of what you know. Because Star Wars comes out the same day. But um, yeah, maybe like you know couple couple months down the road or whatever when there's a when there's like a uh you know some time that i got to you know hit that backlog or whatever i i might give it a try but yeah like you said i'm I'm super excited for the people but yeah uh not a, not a day one for me that leaves you uh adam hit us baby oh yeah i mean i'm getting it uh i don't know <laughs> when maybe day one or not but yeah it's one of the only reasons i actually own the switch so waiting for this moment because <laughs> mm-hmm, they yeah. you know, announced it showed it off and i was like well smash brothers is also out so i guess i'll go ahead and get this in preparation uh yeah. kind of regret it because i honestly think the switch isn't that great but this is one of the what? reasons i have one so i will be hyped <laughs> to play this game it's... sword all the way yeah same here i think I, yeah for me it's, the reason i'm getting back into it is because like i always thought i remember growing up when I would play that red and blue and then, you know, I would hear about the games after that would come after. Um, and then I always thought, man, it would be so cool to be able to play like a Pokemon game on the PlayStation, the Xbox, you know, like in that type of, you know, like a Final Fantasy, that kind of RPG style. And this seems as close to it as you can get. So, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be cool. Um, I can't wait. Star Wars time? Yeah, man. Star Wars, Jedi, <laughs> Fallen Order. Uh, I'll admit I did not catch the trailer that just dropped today. A little oh, behind, awesome. should've should have watched that. Um so maybe you can give us a quick recap on that, George, and then we'll talk. So it's what, just like uh gameplay um, or I, what? I mean, yes and yes and no. Uh <laughs> it's <laughs> right. uh I, I would say it's like the final trailer of like a movie, man. It's just giving you everything, you know. It, yes, there's gameplay in there, but it's 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 more so like uh, hyping you up for the story, you know, and the events that are gonna happen. You get to hear a lot of audio from some of the characters. Uh, a couple of fight scenes, some things that you can clearly tell are cutscenes, some that you can clearly tell are gameplay footage. Uh, it's not going to be anything that sways you one way or the other. It's just things to get you more excited for Star Wars story. Um, which I am know, excited for. Which, yeah. I mean, this game could be complete shit, but it's fucking Star Wars. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it day one. You know, like, honestly, even a mediocre game with more Star Wars story is enough for me, you know, and I've got high hopes for this one. I think it's going to be really special. I really, really do. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be like the, the the God of War of Star Wars universe. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. And yeah, I'm absolutely getting that shit they want. And my goal is to 100% that's enough. It's, it's crazy, too, because like this is coming from Respawn, who have only put out first person shooters um on the yep. console and everything so like that's that's you know what they're known for and then even before that like it was call of duty that a lot of the developers there were known for so like it's just so cool to see them put out such a 
drastically different game from what we're used to from them and the fact that it looks super fucking awesome is just icing on the cake yeah man i'm all in yeah i can't wait i mean there's not really much to fucking say like i mean (laughs) i was all in when i saw the e3 demo even though people weren't wild about that when i found out it's a metroidvania where you're hopping around and exploring shit at will like it i mean my my virtual boner for this game fuck it my literal boner for this game (laughs) just like grew like even bigger man like i i can't wait i think this is probably the game i'm most hyped for um of the rest of the year like just truly because like i've been itching for a game like this you know i mean god it's been so long since we've had just a, a, an awesome like jedi game you know jedi uh, academy jedi 2 jedi outcast all those games were awesome back in the day so yeah give me give me give me yeah we haven't really had a good one right since um what was mm-hmm. the one with the star killer what was it called Force um, Unleashed. Force Unleashed, yes. Unleashed one and two. Yeah, I never and I never solid B B games. There's solid B games. But yeah, they were yeah, they were the definitely story, fun and everything. But the story pushes it over, you know, becoming more Star Wars, you know. I you know, I wish they would take the approach of making put pumping out movies left and right with fucking some games, man. I need more of this kind of stuff. And the fact that it has souls like combat, you know, like two, like whew, I love that man. Like I love you know. <laughs> From and I've heard you're gonna appreciate it, George, because it has a uh, Sekiro like system where there's like the poise I that you break. So, no, I yeah, hope they, it's hard. I hope it's hard, man. I hope it's. I hope there's a mode where it is tough because that's that's what I want to play on, man. Sekiro's made me grow as a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Adam, uh, I imagine this is a day one buy for you too. I could be way off there, but I get to be lucky because if you have that EA access, I think we'll get a ten-hour demo. So I'm just gonna hell play yeah. the hell out of that ten hours, and then when I have to, then I'll buy it. But I'm gonna buy it regardless. It doesn't really hell yeah. Maybe need to think so. And Cameron Monaghan is an awesome actor. Um, I don't know if you watch Shameless or or um, Gotham. I've seen but, Shameless uh, before. Yeah. Yeah, Duke can act, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like what you said, it's fucking Respawn, too, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Titanfall 2 is one of those games, just like Wolfenstein 2 and Dishonored 2 that I, I bitch and moan about all the time about more people should have played it, so. And especially since it had a fucking awesome campaign. Yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, yep. All right, rounding it out, and then we'll hop into what we're playing and skedaddle. Uh, Doom Eternal. Um this is also another game, probably my second most anticipated out of all the ones we talked about because I just love the Doom 2016. Um, it just uh, w- was just everything I could want out of a Doom game. Went back to simple mechanics, run and gun, no reloading, uh, push the attack, don't play like a pussy. Like I love like the, that game, the fact that that game was just like in the opening moments, the guy like they're trying to tell you story and you're 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 character literally reaches down and punches the fucking console the, you know and the developers have said they wanted to set the tone of like you know we know like all you want to do is go out there and destroy demons loud and clear you know and it, that it worked for that game so um looking at this and like all the preview coverage too talking about how there is uh, a lot more like kind of platforming and that the platforming feels good and it kind of lends uh, itself well to the already kind of chaotic gunplay and just makes you feel even more powerful and dangerous like yeah give me it man give me give me give me i have yet to beat doom 2016 and i own it and i've pumped it in quite a few times to play it and it's not that there's anything wrong with the game or anything i literally don't know why i haven't beaten that game because i thought it was awesome like i i think it's like it succeeds in making you feel like a badass because you can just run and just tear through shit and it it's it's awesome and the new one just looks like it's even more of that and better so like i keep telling myself i gotta go through it and beat it but then like gears 5 comes out and borderlands 3 comes out and you know the Link's awakening comes out so like everything comes out and i'm just like ah it's I want to play all these games to have, too, but there are problems. Yeah, I hundred percented it. By the way, like I, I got all the collectibles, I did all the challenges, like fully upgraded all the weapons. Like I was a kid that grew up on Doom and Doom Two. Like, um, so it it just was such a welcome revival. Like it felt like you know just putting on like your favorite t-shirt, you know, your favorite outfit. Like it was just, man, it was so, such comfort food. And like I said, just the fact that they rewarded you for, 
for being aggressive. You know, like the more aggressive you play, the more you press the attack, the you know, the more health and ammo you're gonna get, and kind of the better you do in the game, which is such a cool, refreshing take from like years of being like, oh, we're gonna it's cover, wait for your health to reboost, you know, and then or your shield to come back up and then shoot, and then you know, like abandoning that cycle was just such a smart thing for them to do. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like, about this. Yeah, because it that was that's that's one of the things that I actually loved about it was like the more chaos you're causing, like the better off you are. Like if you're not shooting your weapon, you're going to die a lot quicker than if you are shooting your weapon. Um, like even if you're, you're hiding or whatever, like it's just the game just so greatly encourages you to just go out and cause as much mayhem as possible when d the demons are there. And, you know, like you said, the more killing you do, the more ammo you get, the more health you get, the more you can stay in the fight, the more you can do this awesome shit, the more you can feel like a badass and like and not just killing like they like you have to play that game borderline reckless like and you get into that combat loop where you're like you're in shit's face and it feels good, you know, like it's almost, yeah, it, it almost becomes like it's like it's like a rhythm almost like you mm -hmm. go in, you're like, oh, there's this guy, this guy, this guy. I'm going to approach this guy this way, this guy, this way, this guy, this way. But you're doing it so fast because it's so chaotic. But like they do a good job where like you're like, all right, up, oh, like they'll, the guys will glow. Be like, all right, I can melee this guy up oh, rocket launcher this guy real quick. Oh, that guy's going over there. You know, I can sh shock on him real quick and like. Being able to swap in and out of the different weapons, each weapon having their secondary abilities and all that, which adds, you know, different layer of strategy to it and all that. So it's not it's it is just run and gun. But at the same time, it's it's not just like, oh, I'm going to go in here and pull the trigger and just hope for the best. Like there's still, you know, some thinking involved to it. And in, in, uh, that's what made it awesome as, as much as it is blind chaos. You know, you still have to, you know. Oh, there's for sure strategy. This is a different, yeah. like you said, different way of thinking about encounters. And yeah, I love that. I love that the marketing was like, it's just like for this new one is no story. Nobody could really give a fuck about what the story is. Like, it's just like, hey, here's a, a, a sneak peek at some of the new goodies you're going to have. And here is like some footage of like how it's going to be feel even more awesome to go around and, and kill demons and like boy like they they know exactly what people want and they're giving it to us in droves in terms of the marketing and uh, yeah i'm ready yeah definitely unfortunately that's i'm i'm not gonna pick it up day one um i'll have a lot of other stuff that i'll be playing so but i, I, like I definitely will get, get it 50 percent off and you know like the early like winter months before we hit february and everything gets crazy again so yeah cool uh adam uh george uh you guys have any interest in uh doom eternal did you play doom 2016 yeah it's uh it's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> totally fine, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm never. Doom was just a game that you played in computer class. <laughs> that's all. That's all that ever was for me. <laughs> nah, never really been interested in the franchise beyond that. And I was more of an Unreal Tournament guy, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not me. It looks cool, but it's how I'll treat the first one as I'll play it when it comes to Game Pass. Hey, man. I think perfectly fine. You know, it's not gonna go anywhere. It'll still feel good to play. So yeah, it's really hard for me to justify only single player games. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I mean, if it's super good, of course I'll do it. It's whatever. But it's like, yeah, this game looks tight and it looks good. But I can wait. I'm not gonna miss out on anything if I wait. Yeah, I, the only reason for me it's like a day one purchase is because I have such an affection for the franchise and because like I 100 percented the first game and oh, you know that game that. I played 2016 is dope. Mm -hmm. This game is awesome. If I when it, if I was willing to pay full price for single player only games, I would do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, and like, there's nothing wrong. Like, right. Like uh, this is a game that's perfect to wait because I made the classic mistake of buying Assassin's Creed Odyssey last year, or excuse me, asking for it for Christmas. My wife got it for Christmas. I still haven't touched it. And it's so much harder. I think to go back to a game that massive after the fact, because you're like, fuck, I know if I start this, like I've got 80 hours ahead of me, dude, I'm like, literally in that same boat. Whereas like, you know, Doom Eternal, it's like, you know, all right, I got I'm I'm going to throw out, I guess that it's this thing is probably anywhere from like eight to 15 hours. Like that seems like the top end for a shooter campaign length. So I, I'm going to say it's about that much more appealing because you can knock it out in a week, you know, if you if you go hard for a few days. So, um, yeah, but. yeah, I still have uh, an Assassin's Creed uh, Origins that I borrowed from a friend like a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, still haven't opened it. I've heard skip to Odyssey <laughs> if you didn't play Origins, like and and like Odyssey's uh, Origins, it's, but everything better. So um, I, like, I, I, I am going to play that. Man. 
God damn it, I'm going to play fucking Odyssey over the winter like break. Like. I feel the same way, man. It's just, I just don't want to dedicate the time to it, man. Like, it's your first world problems, right? Fucking gamers complaining that a game is too long to get into right now. Yeah. To play something shorter. But yeah. Origins uh, is awesome, though, man. Bayek yeah, was I, enjoyed, so cool. I enjoyed Origins. I didn't beat it, but I put 40 ish hours. Like, I got really deep into that. And, like, I would agree. Like, I mean, that was an excellent game in and of itself. So when people tell me Odyssey is even better, I'm like, right. Ooh. I, I, I look at it on my shelf all the time. It's in the plastic, and I'm like, man, I should open you. <laughs> and yeah, then I'm like, ah, yeah, but I don't give us I've 100%ed so. both, and you should definitely play Origins. Or Odyssey, yeah. my bad. They're both yeah. great. Odyssey is better than Origins, and I fucking love both those games. I, I guess I, that I, I, I'm going to dedicate, like, you know, uh, assuming everything kind of settles down, like, late December, like, when we're in that January, like, time frame, that's going to be the time I think I'm going to dedicate to, like, you know, it's like January is a good month for a long like RPG where like I feel like all the fall stuff kind of settles down, you know, like I'll, I'll be a good time. Like and there's no new Assassin's Creed game this year. So I have that time to kind of like catch up and see. But I was really impressed with Origins. And that's like my biggest, I think, most recent like pile of shame game that like I bought that um, didn't get to. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Speaking of playing games, uh, let's go ahead and cool down the podcast here. Close it out and uh, talk a little bit longer uh, this week, unless somebody's you know on a time crunch here, and talk about uh, what we have been playing. Um, who wants to start? Who wants to kick it off? Uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go, you go, man. Uh, I mean, not a whole lot's changed for me since last week. I'm still fucking knee deep into uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm really enjoying it. Um, like I told you guys earlier, this game would be would be given a Ocarina of Time a run for its money for me if it wasn't for the amount of uh, Korok seeds, Korok seeds, whatever. Yeah. And shrine, shrine, even the shrines sometimes get a little bit too much for me. But I think it's not so much the shrines as it is my my um, my desperate need to to do everything. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like I, I just I know that the temple's there, the new city is there, but I can't go there until I get all these damn shrines. You know, and clear all of them before I walk inside there. Like, I just want to complete every area. Um, you know, I will say, like, the game is supposed to be open world. You can kind of go in any order, but there's certain areas if you go into, you'll get your ass kicked early on. So there is still somewhat kind of an order to it. Yeah, um, they, they definitely you know? steer you a bit. I, yeah, I would agree. For sure. I went, I, I, basically what I did is I went in a counterclockwise manner. Mm-hmm. Beginning with the with the water temple. I mean, yep. it very clearly says that you need to go there first. <laughs> yep. Um, but the ability gets fantastic. The right. yeah. grace or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely a big one. I went from there to Goron City, then Rito, and I just made it to Gerudo. Um, so, and I, but I still have the bottom area that I haven't discovered yet. But um, but it's pretty cool, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, pretty awesome. Maybe got to spend a little too much time cooking. Though, <laughs> since I've gotten a uh, higher level, it's uh, or higher stars or whatever. It's you know, it's been less and less. Um, Have I will you mastered pairing the uh, guardians yet? I know I was telling you get good at that if you can. Pairing, no dodging. Yes. So, uh, dude, like, there's I saw like a literally it was like a sixty second video, and it's all I ever had to watch, and I can perfectly parry the guardian lasers. It feels so fucking good to just hit the button twice and they're dead. Like you just you parry their laser back at them and they're fucking toast. Like it, and especially if you do the master trials, you have to know how to do that. Like or else you like you're not gonna beat those. Um, but it's really not hard. The video shows you exactly like the moment like they telegraph something that like it's like if you hit the the parry button at the moment that they um make the uh the sound and like the the little beam changes a little bit like the little laser light you'll nail it like every time it's great anyway okay i'll check it out yeah i just i haven't had trouble fighting them because you know just i just break their legs you know and they and and, um the stasis you know stops them so so i mean that's been that's been pretty cool but i have so i did get really good at at dodging to be able to land that that flurry Mm -hmm. um with the swords because i wanted to fight um the Lynels before I was probably high enough level, and some of those guys are a fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, those guys are no fucking joke. They make the Guardians look like fucking pushovers, man. Especially, I think it's like, I think the silver ones are the hardest ones or the white ones. I don't know, but 
white. Those yeah, things I think were, you're... yeah, those things were freaking brutal, man. But you know, but I got through it. Uh, yeah, man, really, really fun game. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. I will say one thing: ten thousand rupees for the fourth fairy fountain is fucking bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. That's some, that's not right. There's some hacks or, or like you know, uh, like cheeses yeah. around that. You know, I found one, like a bowling one or something. Yep. So I'm <laughs> yep. yeah, that. I was going to say. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I found. Yeah, I basically played the game with a guy because I wanted to make sure like, I, I clear the area. So I found that interactive map where it kind of just all of a sudden the area to go find it. Mm. So I've been doing that. I just like to play like that rather than potentially miss out on shit. Don't yeah, I'm hoping if, to use a guide to find eventide item, but don't look at a guide on how to beat it. Like that is one of the most special things. And there's lots of stuff in the game like that. But yeah. That was my favorite yeah, 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 yeah. moment. I will try it on my own, and then if like I'm really stuck it, or I got nothing, then I. Pull it's up fine, it, dude. It's stuff. small enough. Like that place is tiny enough that like I, I have complete faith, like um, that you'll be able to figure it out. Like it really that isn't. Makes that. one of us. Yeah. <laughs> All so. right, but yeah, man, it's been fun. So. Uh... Bueller. Zach. <laughs> Did someone say my name? Yeah. What you been playing, buddy? <laughs> oh man, I didn't hear anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's good. I I, I beat Gears. Mm-hmm. Um, which oh man, uh, light on the spoiler. You know, I would. Just... Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. But it's man, super. I can't wait to see where this goes. I want to do a spoiler cast with uh, those of us that have beat it as a one-off at some point. Um, Definitely, because I, I yeah. need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, um, yep. It's uh, it, it it was so good, um, man. The acting in that game, man, they knocked it out the park. They killed it. Um, but uh, yeah, agree. 100% uh, agree. What else have I been playing? Um, I I've pretty much just been playing multiplayer in Gears, uh, Escape, Horde, multiplayer. I'm I'm still infatuated with that game. Um, it's it's just the total package. Like it's got everything that you look for, and I and I and I love it. Um, it's unbelievable. That's on Game Pass. Like I, I still can't fathom the quality of stuff that we're getting, and presumably it's only going to get better next gen. So right now, just look at how great this was. Right, and like I know people don't have faith in three four three and everything, but regardless, a Halo title is going to be on Game Pass day one. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I haven't really yeah, been playing much else. Um, I want to get back into remnant. Uh, I really, really enjoy that. Um, but gears came out and it kind of took a back seat. So I do want to hop back into that. It was a really good game. Um, and I want to get, uh, that, did you guys play the new Zelda yet? Well, not the new Zelda, but links Thanks awakening in the remake. No, we'll talk, but I'll delve into that when I talk about what I've been playing, but um, yeah, cause I, I, I do have a, a kind of a link thing, but no, I, I have not yet. I, I really I really want to play that. Uh, that's kind of I, I think like my next game purchase is that um, I have never played it before, so I'm super interested. But yeah, just gears super good. Great. I love it. I'm going to keep playing it for a very long time. It'll be my number one. I wouldn't be surprised if I have the most hours by the end of the year in gears, even though it had only been out a quarter of the year. Wow, it's impressive. Yeah, I love I love gears, man. It's so good. And this one's just so polished. It's they did a really good job. How about you, Adam? Uh, yes, also beat Gears, but I think I did that before last podcast. But this week, really, I guess the main thing is I got into Witcher 3 after starting that game and putting it down for about a year, and then I was like, let me get back into it. And then I played about 15, 16 hours of that over the weekend. And um, Game's dope, of course. Game's awesome. Much better than I remember playing. Because I remember playing and being like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'll get back to this one day. And then it took forever. And then, no, that game's awesome. I'm probably going to try to beat that in the next, by the end of the year. Yeah, man. Once that game gets uh, and rolling, I th- uh, that was like, I, I think, you know, I told you on Twitter, like, that's a game I did not want to end. Like, once I got really in the thick of it, uh, the side quests are so great. The hunts are great. The main quest, fantastic. Yeah, it's a good Monster Hunter game. Mm-hmm. This Monster well, Hunter, it, if it was entertaining. And just like, man, there's a quest. I won't spoil anything, but like, I thought I'd done everything correctly. Like the game made me think like, yeah, hey, cool. Good job. The quest is complete. Like I didn't get a fail state or anything. And I was talking to one of my friends. I'm like, dude, that quest was so cool. And he was like, oh, did you, uh, did you figure out like the real solution? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yeah. He's like, you, uh, you fucked it up actually. Like 
<laughs> like, oh yeah, know. there's a mission I know I definitely did the wrong thing, but I was like, I got paid, I don't give a shit. Well, no, the game didn't ever telegraph that to me though. He's like, actually, if you do this and this, like this happens, and the, this is the the quote unquote like true solution to the quest. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit, dude, like what a genius move on the part of the developers to have this lengthy thing that I did where in my mind, like, I would have just gone about my merry way, like thinking like, yep, I did a thing and like I completed the quest and I, I, you know, and it turns out I did not, but it did make me feel bad, right? Still got rewarded, still played it the way I like wanted to play it, you know? And um, I was like, wow, man, that's really cool. I hope there's stuff like that in cyberpunk, you know what I mean? Like where for sure there has to be. Where, um, where, where are, are you, you in the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't beat it yet either, so I just want to see where I am in comparison to you. Where am I? I am. I'm going to what is it? Crook, crook bag, whatever. Mm, yeah. The but the thing is, I've done. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to that. But I've been like when I started doing the Bloody Baron and those things. Those are level six quests, and I was level eleven because I'm just doing everything else. Yeah, uh, that's okay. I'm not paying attention. So I don't know how far I actually am. I'm just doing everything and then slowly going through the main story because I'm just preferring the side stuff. Have you met the ladies of Kirkbag Bog yet or like no? Uh, I had a cut scene where someone spoke to them. Okay, but you haven't actually seen. No, I've not. Oh, so then I'm I'm a little further than you. I was going to bring something up, but I don't know exactly where in the game it was. You're Um, probably, Adam, if I had to guess about. 15 to 20 percent through the game i would venture have you done anything oh man with a tree nope not yet yeah that's a little further you're you're right zach you're a little further all right well dude i'm i'm keep us updated because like um i told you again on twitter i was i i haven't played the dlc blood uh what is it um blood and wine and hearts of stone so yeah dude uh, that one best DLC. i mean that one best rpg blood Blood and wine Wine. yeah that's crazy i've heard the dlc those two together equate to like the another of the game, but um, man, such a good game. I listen to that soundtrack frequently, like just like uh, like hanging out because it's like it's just so atmospheric and per. I just oh, I can go on, man. That, the game is so amazing. Dope. And I'll then also, I also oh yeah, and then I also started Slay the Spire. The game is very good. So, uh, refresh my memory. Like I know I've heard some. I maybe had the Gamecast this week on kind of one year last week they were talking about. Remind me like quick pitch on what that is. It's roguelike. You go up the tower, but it's a card battler. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's exactly right. And cool. it's just it's super good. I've only I've only on my first run. Um. But yeah, I like it. It's really good. I can see why people are into it. It's very fun figuring out how things work. And I mean, it's like a roguelike. You like figure out what's the best things. I haven't failed just yet, but whenever I fail, I'll take that knowledge on and keep going. But I'm only like 20 minutes into that game. But it's uh, it's been it's been good so far. So very cool. Well, um, so for the last time we talked, I I don't know. Had I beat Super Metroid? I don't remember you talking about that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so I, I beat Super Metroid. Um, I liked it a lot, like, um, especially in the back half, I liked that game a lot more than I did on the front end, where, like, once I kind of saw game design-wise, they're kind of teaching me some stuff. Like, I got very frustrated early on, where I w- thought I was stuck in areas and then realized, no, the developer's teaching me how to look for things and sort of what the flow of the game is going to be like for the rest of the game. And uh, I can totally see why the game has all the praise. Um, uh, I thought it was a little easy, like boss battles and stuff like were a bit easy, repetitive, but I think that's limitations of the system. Don't really fault it for that. I mean, I think for its time, that game's monumental, phenomenal. Uh, well, along with that, um, I've been playing for the first time ever uh, link to the past on my SNE, you know, on the switch, like the SNES game. Um, roms whatever you know that they have on there and that's been really cool i've been trying not to use a guide or anything with that and just play it organically and it's been neat um again i can see why people love that so much back in the day it's really really neat so uh borderlands 3 i would venture i'm about 80 percent of the way through um because i am doing all the side quests and bounties and stuff as i go um my update with that is uh, like i don't really see my i mean partly because of what's coming out like you know in the uh in the very near future but also um just in general i don't see myself getting much into the end game of this game at least right now um like i've had a good time with it it's been fun but um it's the same kind of thing that i think i felt like when i played borderlands 2 for the first time where like i'm ready to kind of have a break like from it like i don't feel compelled to grind for legendary weapons and things like that um it's been good i I think it has its ups and downs i think a lot of the complaints are valid with it there's some frustrating like ui stuff 
there needs to be way more fast travel stations than there are. Um, some of the quest structure feels really weird and outdated. Like I don't like unnecessarily crisscrossing uh, in a game. You know, I like quests that are well designed and make good use of like your time and like your travel pass and things like that. But uh, the gunplay feels really good. Like I love the skill trees are really neat. Like I think they did a good job with like the customization and how that stuff feels. Um, and the story, I feel like it gets a little too much hate. Like, I don't think it's the best story ever, but some people have criticized the writing as being like bad. I think that's a bridge too far. I think the writing's fine. Um, it, it frequently makes me chuckle. The main story itself, I feel like is just, is pretty generic. Like I don't particularly love the, the main villains the way I like the handsome Jack, but, um, I, I've enjoyed my time nonetheless, but um, I am kind of ready to polish it off and um, and uh, get back to uh, to Destiny, my uh, my true love. Uh, got a new expansion coming out next week, so um, I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Maybe there's a shorter game, but blah, 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 blah. yeah, I think that's it. So um, cool. Uh, who wants to do some plugs and get out of here? Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Adam Gumby for all my things that I'm doing. Yep, another podcast, Streaming Giants. So if you're a binger, you like exclusive streaming content, Adam's got you covered there. Very, very cool podcast, cool idea. Love it. George, how about you? Uh, I got nothing, man. Good plug in on my shit that I don't check, so for right now. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the honesty. Zach, how about you, man? Uh, yeah, I'm on the, the Twitter. It's uh, at Optimus Prime, O-P-T-I-M-M-U-S, P-R-I-M-M-E-E fantastic uh you can find me on youtube at um uh, rental rush and uh i've got a twitter handle it's waterman uh coming up not this saturday so not the 28th but the following week uh all of the women really of killer queen jacksonville and beyond are hijacking my stream for the entire weekend we've got party games we've got dating simulators we have retro games and it's all for a good cause. We're going to have a donation link in the uh, stream. We're probably going to have, God, man, north of 35, 40 people in my house, um, probably on Saturday and uh, Sunday with a smaller stream on Friday. Um, but pop in there if you can. Donate a buck, five bucks, whatever you can give. It's for a good cause. And um, just look forward to a lot of fun. We're going to do some organized tournaments for things like Mario Kart, um, some Mario Party. You name it. Sunday, we got a VR block with some Beat Saber and some other games. But I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast. And I uh, just wanted to turn the channel over to, to, to you know, all, all the awesome women of Killer Queen Jacksonville and, um, you know, try to try raise some money for a good cause. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, end of October, the game is going to be The Last of Us for the um, regular episode of Rental Rush. I've got two virgins who know nothing about it. So this should be fantastic, uh, especially in light of uh, The Last of Us uh, 2 uh, release date and news that came out of uh, State of Play this week. So I'm also looking forward to that. But mm, that's about that's it. Really- yeah, that trailer, man. Indeed. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk, I'm sure, more about that um, in the coming weeks or months as we inch uh, closer. But uh, until then, it's been fun like always, guys. I hope everyone has a, a great weekend. And uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure to subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you next week. Go Pats. <laughs>